Hello. Hello. Welcome to see Sonic, the movie podcast, and we're back, and we can tell you about how our concerts went. Yes. Yes, we can. Yes. Starting off with the biggest one of all, we saw Beyonce. Yes, Amazing. we did. Incredible. Incredible. Everything oh, no. I thought it would be. Exactly. So much fun. Um, we were... We were we were a good crowd, I would say. We, were a good we crowd. did get technical issues. We um, did. So we got that one girl on TikTok. If you know who I'm talking about, she does those little skits where whenever something goes wrong in a city at a concert, she like recreates it. She asks for the water bottle. You know her. Yeah, her. Yeah. I was when the technical um, issues happened. Immediately, I turned to Jordan. I'm like, I cannot wait for her to make a video about this. <laughs> <laughs> And she did. She popped up on my um, FYP the next morning after the show. And we're all like, oh, my gosh. She was quick with it. Yeah. She was very quick with it. Um, but, yeah, we had the the sound go out at our, at our show. Mm-hmm. But she uh, other than out. that. She, she, she came back, though. She came back. Oh, she did. And she came back with a statement. She had her wings on. <laughs> mm-hmm. She came back. She came back with a vengeance. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I do have some I do have some words for Miss Beyonce though. Okay. How 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 dare you perform thick all up in your mind in drunken love for L.A. Especially after that abysmal mute challenge. Right. Like, are you kidding me? They didn't deserve like, it. Like our mute wasn't perfect in any aspect of the way, but we were it way wasn't. better. We were way we were, better. We than were LA. quiet for a good what ten seconds. Yeah. And then some random people started yelling on the left, and I was like, "No." Yeah. It was pretty quiet though. It got real quiet for it was. For, it was, it was quiet at time. the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I'm not mad at it. Like it could have been no. better, but I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad. Yeah, so that was amazing. And then we saw Coco Jones, you know, my future yes, we wife. Did. And mm-hmm. she pointed at me. Yes, she did. She did. She was singing yes, she Spend did. It. And she was like, I spend it all on you. Spend and she it on you. At me. Yes, she did. She pointed at me. So I was there. I saw it. Yeah. I was. We're not going to talk in... about the other man that she pulled on stage because. No, we're not. But Mm-mm. you know that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but yeah, I was I was so in awe that I did not take a single photo, a single video. <laughs> nope, she killed it. My my phone did not come out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. I I have I have the memory of it. Yes. Yeah. We got one picture. Um, before the concert started with just um, us two and the friend that we, um, the friend that came out and um, that's about it. That's it. (laughs) That is it. Yeah. Good concert though. And it started on time, which. It started on time. Like on. I know it's a a smaller show. Yeah. 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 She was out there. She was out there. I was very surprised. Mm-hmm. 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 We, we left Incredible. at a reasonable hour yes we did and you know what we were exhausted <laughs> yeah so it was much needed mm-hmm. let me just tell you we are not meant for nightlife Mm-mm. us three are not meant for nightlife um, so staying out until what 12 something for Beyonce and then coming back to the house at one something one ish yeah one ish that was a lot for us mm-hmm. and so to come back and be in the house at what 11 yeah we Your were like what a miracle watching tv when we yeah came back. yeah so that's how we knew it wasn't even that bad yeah but yeah that was the, both nights were fun and then we we saw junk drunk excuse me drunk shakespeare Mm-hmm. Which was amazing, and I got drunk. Yes, he did. <laughs> that that was not the purpose of drunk Shakespeare, but it had. It wasn't. 
but it happened. Um, happened. And I cannot believe what you drank because it just smelled so rank. It smelled oh. awful. Yeah, I had a whiskey flight. So, like one of the whiskeys was really good. The rest of them weren't that great. One of them was undrinkable. Yeah, quite literally. No, like, well, I, well, I think I the one that you, the last one you the last one you drank. I feel like you shouldn't even done that one because that one straight that, sma- straight up like acetone. That one was also gross, but I was like trying yeah. to force myself to drink them because I paid fifty dollars mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. it. So I was like, I can do this. I can do this. I I could not do the last one. No. And then I was gonna like force myself at like the end of the show to just like throw it down back. It. But then luckily, like the one of the waitresses came over. She's like, "Are you done with this?" I was like, "Yes, please." Yeah, he's please like, "Yes, please take it away." <laughs> yep. Yep, and then we got McDonald's out of the whole ordeal, so mm-hmm. wasn't so bad. Wasn't was so not bad so bad. But yeah, very busy weekend, very fun weekend. Yeah. Okay, Kelly. What about the rest of your week? Anything else happen? Um. Oh my gosh! I finally had my uh, end of probation uh, meeting with my supervisor. Mm-hmm. Almost a year in. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Um, apparently, like he was, he scheduled it like right when I came back to work, and then like he pushed it another couple days, and I was like, at this point, I feel like it's never going to happen. <laughs> and then it finally did. Uh, I was very surprised, but I'm very happy about it. There are also some more money coming my way eventually and i am very excited yeah. about that um so yes i'm very excited about that um other than that my work week was actually pretty slow which i appreciated mm. because i was kind of wrecked after that weekend so i i appreciated the the slower work week i think there was only one day where like two people were out and we were like actually busy that day but other than that i was chilling straight chilling i love that for you me too how was your week (sighs) um Uh -uh. mm, not great but not completely awful but not great i Mm. am planning my exit of this job because as you should i don't don't know what's happened i don't know where the switch up came from i quite honestly don't yeah it happened like it started happening like a month or two ago i don't know what's Mm. going on i quite literally don't know what's going on but i'm not gonna stand for this honestly i kind of just want to turn in my resignation when i go back on tuesday it's taking like everything in me not to do that. I mean, at this point, my, like my mom, my mom is like, no, 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 wait until you get another job, yeah, wait until you get another yeah. job. But at this point, I kind of don't care. It's it's I mean, getting to that it's getting to that point that I was feeling like with my last job, where like I just don't care. Yeah. I just want to quit. And that one was worse, I will say. But... That one was worse. But, but like still if it's taking everything in you just to get there and like do your job i feel like it's it's time to go i think it's time to go kelly i think it's time for me to turn in my resignation did i tell yeah. you what happened on friday uh i don't know okay so on friday apparently things are so bad that they brought in this guy who like works on like other like programs to like figure mm-hmm. out what's going on because like i said my manager useless so yeah. <laughs> he came in kind of unannounced like i was told that he was going to come at some point mm-hmm. did not know he was coming that day <laughs> oh. and so i was sitting it was like it was very slow like it was the friday before um what what holiday is this labor day labor day Friday before Labor Day, not as slow as I would have liked it to have been, but still slow nonetheless. And so mm-hmm. he comes in and he's like, hey, can I just t- like talk to you for a minute? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so we go in 
I talk to him. He's like, okay, what's going on? Who's been doing this? Who's been, what have you been doing? Blah, 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 blah. And so I tell him all of this. And he's like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Well, yeah, some of the things that they're asking you to do is not within your job description. I was like, thank you. (gasps) Thank you. He was like, yeah, you you shouldn't be. He's like, you really shouldn't be doing that. You're not a manager. And I was like, exactly. Exactly. Like, You're like, wait, can you say that one more time? I need to bring somebody else in to hear this. Someone is finally listening to me. (laughs) Right. I was like, thank God. And then, um, and then we brought up the like company I work for manager, her. And he was like, oh yeah, we had her at my old program. She's worked at our old program. We used to have problems with her too. And I was like, (gasps) wow. Wow. I was like, I was like, Validation. I, feel, I feel so validated in this moment. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Yes. Cause oh I was gosh. like, we weren't having all of these problems before she came. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah. And he was like, okay. And like, how, how like into like the day to day stuff are both of your managers? I was like, not really at all. I was like, yeah, I, no. n- not really at all. He was like, oh, okay. And so he's going to be talking to, like, the company who, like, I'm contracted to. He's going to be talking to them, figure out what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm still leaving. I Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't care. <laughs> I'm still leaving. But, yeah, thanks to, thanks to this conversation with Kelly, I might just turn in my resignation when I go on Tuesday. I mean. And because yeah. I like my coworkers, I will give them a two-week, but. I'm out. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. yeah. Because there's there's hating your job and doing it anyway, and then there's being miserable at your job. Yeah. And I, that's you. I'm getting to that point where I'm dread like dreading going yeah. to work. So yeah. 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 On a happier note though, yesterday I went out to what I call the old people hangout. Um, I think like once a month, like all the old people in the family want to like go out and do stuff. Last Mm. night they wanted to go to a bar where one of our cousins has a band or whatever. And so I went because one of my younger cousins went last time by herself. And I was like, oh, that's kind of, I felt sorry for her. So I was like, I'll go Mm -hmm. this time. Mm -hmm. I went, she brought a friend. I was like, I didn't need to come then. You're like I'm leaving and, actually. And then her and then Brandy also came. She came very late, but she also came. Um and so I was like I didn't need to be here. Um I drank a lot, y'all. Sidebar. Like, did you know you posted on Instagram last night? I vaguely remember that. I okay. think I was dancing while it happened. All of it is just dark floor. <laughs> yep. Yes. Um <laughs> Yeah, the, there was there was dancing. There were drinks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I came home and ate Taco Bell and went to bed. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. But yeah, I love that for you. That was my week. Ups and downs. But at least I I have a long weekend this weekend. I can relax an extra day. Breathe. I love that for us. I love that for us. And then apparently people are stuck at Burning Man. Again? Yeah. And I work at a tech company. So I just, so you know, like that's like their biggest like Mm -hmm. pool of people who go tech people Mm. so i'm hoping it's going to be like a a very easygoing week because everyone will be stuck at burning man because they went to the (laughs) middle of the desert during torrential downpours and so now they're stuck yeah i mean here's hoping but yeah that's it for me okay that's it for me hopefully it will be better Hopefully this week will be better. Um, 90% sure I'm turning in my resignation on Tuesday, but you know, yeah. I'm also interviewing for jobs right now. I literally had an interview on Friday. 
like a second round interview on Friday. Ooh. So, okay. I'm I'm out of here. Yeah. But yeah, Kelly. Okay. I think it's time to go over this movie. Take it. All right. Take it over. Go ahead. Here we go. So this week we are going over my one and only. Yep. Um and this movie is set in the fifties. So we start this movie with George, who is looking at a car and causes a commotion when he says he wants to buy the car in cash. It's like some, I don't know how old he is, 15, 16 year old. And he's like, yeah, I've got money to buy a car and I'm going to buy it. I'm surprised they didn't just take it. I know. I don't know why they caused such a fuss over a 15 year old wanting to buy a car. Right. He had the money. He had the money and he was willing to pay it. Yeah. He was like, I have but, it in cash. Yeah. But the guy that he talked to, he like calls all the other salespeople to him. They're like, let's look at this 15 year old try to buy a car. <laughs> um, and when one of them asks why he wants to buy the car, he basically tells them their life story. <laughs> yeah. Um, he says that his parents' marriage isn't perfect. And after um, Anne, his mother, found his dad, Dan, cheating, she's like, I'm out. I'm good. And so that's why he needs the car. So that they yeah, can and, Yeah, and Danny should have known how serious like he was like playing it off like she wasn't actually going to leave. She was dead serious and then you could tell oh. she was serious because of how calm she was. Oh yeah. If you cause a fuss, that means you're still caring you about still what's care. going on. She didn't care anymore. No. She walked in, she saw the woman in bed, and she's like, no, stay there. It's fine. I'm just right. here to get some stuff and go. She mm -hmm. even helped her put her dress back on. She did. She's like, and then she, I. She packed up. I her so stuff don't care anymore. And left. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm out, and there's nothing you can do to stop me. And so Anne takes the kids out of school, and she doesn't know anything about her kids. By the way, she goes to the wrong school first. She goes to the wrong school, and that principal um, or whatever had to tell her. <laughs> Right. The actual Tell her where to go. Children go to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and after getting the kids, she goes to a safety deposit box where she takes everything out of it and just leaves her ring. And that's where they are now are at the dealership, um, buying the car. And after they get it, George says he wants to stay in New York with his dad, but he decides to go with them anyway, and decides to go to Boston. And while she's there, she runs into an old boyfriend, Wallace. And they have dinner where he gets very drunk and yeah. kind of loses it about wanting to borrow money from her. He asks her for $75,000. $75,000 in the 50s is equivalent to $858,682.52 today. Absolutely not. Would you just casually ask someone for almost $900,000? No. I would feel bad just asking for a couple of hundred dollars. Yeah, anything over like $100, I would feel very yeah. awkward yeah. asking someone about. If so it was like, the gall if it was like to ask someone for that much money. It, it, like, I don't care who I would go and ask. If I, I've never borrowed money from anybody, but if I had to borrow money and I had to even ask for $150, I'd be like, I feel like I want to kill myself. Like, exactly. I don't want to ask you for money. I don't want to have to ask you like, for this right now. Like, I would rather do anything else. And it's not because of you, it's because of me. I don't want to ask for money. Exactly. <laughs> so the fact that he says $75,000 and then he's, she's like, whoa. And he's like, no, 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 it's okay. $50,000. Like, bro. Right. Like, that's, that's not better. That's still a bunch of money. That's so and much to ask, money. A woman for $50,000 to ask anybody for $50,000. How did he think he was going to get that money? No one has that just lying around. No. I think even if he went to his buddies, they would have been like, bro, that's $50, a lot of money. $50,000? Right? That's a lot like, of money. On a good day, maybe I could give you 1000 Right. <laughs> like, that's right. it. Like, bro, he's down bad. Down bad. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, I can't lend you the money. Um, I need to go to the bathroom and like collect myself. 
Um, and when she leaves, she goes back to the table and finds that Wallace is gone and so is all of her money that she brought with her. So she complains to the restaurant um, and while she's doing so, she runs into Harlan and very quickly after that, they get engaged. He's some yes. sort of captain or general or something or general something. He's um, part of an armed forces. Yeah. Also, that hotel was ridiculous. They were just like, I don't care that this man stole all yeah. of your money. You still need to pay for this check. And I was like, what? They were very unapologetic to the fact that she just got robbed in the middle of their restaurant. In the middle of their restaurant. Insane. No compensation at all. They're just like, yeah, somebody has to pay for this dinner and it's going to be you. Insanity. Insanity. So after Anne gets engaged, George complains to Robbie about how Harlan treats him. He calls him Georgie boy. He keeps slapping him very aggressively on the back. Um... And wonders, like, if his mom is mentally okay. Because this is crazy. I mean, she's kind of not, but that's yeah, neither well. here nor there. Right. At breakfast one morning, Harlan gets intense with George after he makes a private joke to Robbie about how seriously George takes on the idea of communism. And he gets real into George, but Anne's like, yo, it's... He's just a boy. He's just a kid. He's just making a joke. It's okay. So that night, George tries to call his dad from Harlan's office, but only gets a random woman on the phone instead. I don't know how he thinks his dad is still the pinnacle of, like, parenthood when that's what he gets from his dad. Delusion. It has to be delusion because it, he's too old at this point to still have right. that, like, kid mentality that my father is the greatest man on earth. Mm-hmm. He, he's being delusional yeah i checked like I out of it. that very early in life i was like maybe six i was like right uh, so he's purposefully being delusional yeah he is because i i didn't even know how i would feel if like i tried to call my dad just for like help for something and you just get a random woman on the phone yeah like no delusion delusional like i know your mom's a little intense but like She's way better than your dad. That's not saying much, but still. Yeah, right. Um, and George gets caught in Harlan's office. Uh, Harlan talks to him about him now going to be the man of the family once him and his mother get married. Mm-hmm. And that George cannot be the top dog anymore. And he's like, well, whatever. He's like, whatever, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Um, At the mall one day, Anne, George, and Robbie are out to do some, like, wedding shopping. Mm -hmm. And they have $500 to spend. And when they see a group of disabled orphans, uh, they decide to use the money Harlan gave them to treat the kids with something nice. We don't know what it is. Um, When Harlan finds out later that she spent all the money on some kids he loses it absolutely loses it and so george has to tackle him and after george tries to hurt george Anne's like i'm done we're out we're you done mean, you mean after harlan tries to hurt george. yes harlan tries to hurt george sorry um <laughs> yeah. and and says that she's gone mm-hmm. which is fair i will apl- i will applaud her for that a lot of women yeah. during that time would have stayed anyway <laughs> Oh, absolutely. So I applaud her for having some sort of morals, some sort of, right. like, respectability about her. Bare minimum. It's the bare minimum, uh-huh. but it's the bare it's minimum, there. But I applaud her for it. <laughs> um, they go to a diner, and Anne figures out that she wants to go to Pittsburgh next. As they move in, George meets Paula and Bud at their new apartment. Bud looks Apparently so Bud- old. He looks very old. They're supposed looks, to be siblings. He looks... Yes, that's why I was like, siblings? Like, 20 years apart, maybe. Right, right. Like, Paula, you were some kind of oops baby, because yeah, the age gap between you and your brother is huge. But looks like he's mid to late 30s. Yes, he does! Like, I know white people don't age the best, but there's... He's not... 
That's know, a grown man they have playing, but that's a grown that's man. A grown man. Like, like I don't know what they kids, expected. A mortgage. Mm, mortgage. <laughs> yes. Um and Bud has taken an interest in Anne because he thinks she's the most beautiful woman on earth. Um, one day Anne announces that she's run into an old boyfriend, Oliver, and that they are going to go out. She's had a lot of old boyfriends. Yep. And the a fact lo- that she like counts on them to like take her out. She has a lot of old boyfriends and she has a lot of old boyfriends in different places. Like none of them are in the same yes. place. Yes. No. Like, girl, you you definitely got you, around. You got around. You said I'm gonna live life and I'm gonna get whatever I can out of it and good for you. Yeah, she got around a la Tupac. Like she was Yes. She has hoes in different area codes, and different I area love codes. her for that. Mm-hmm. Especially in the 50s. Like, girl, mm-hmm. you were supposed to be married at, like, 18. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. I love it for you. So, George and Paula go to the drive-in and kind of talk. And for some reason, she shows him her boobs, and things get super awkward. That was weird. Yeah, I don't know why that had to happen, but it did. Later, we see that George is concerned about their money problems, but Anne's not concerned. She's like, I'm just going to find me a husband. He's going to take care of us. We're going to be fine. Um, But after her date with Oliver, he makes advances on her. And when she says no, he keeps going, trying to like make out with her, trying to get her back to his place. And she's like, no. So he pushes her out of the cab and leaves her. We then see Anne pawning off some jewelry for extra money. And when George is out with Paula, he sees an ad for his dad, who's playing with his band in the same city. Anne goes to, um, we then see Anne going to a party from one of her, it's not an old boyfriend, is it? It's an old friend, I think. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, His name is Charlie. And... She gets invited out with him and his much younger girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and her and the younger girl kind of like have it out because she's pointing out that Anne's very old fashioned. Mm-hmm. As Anne gets ready for the night, she sees George going out to see his dad, who is still convinced that he will take him back. Yeah, this man who is on the road like 95% of the time. He's like, yeah, we'll we'll just go and live in New York together. Like, your dad won't be there. He is on tour. Right. Like, I don't know how much you even saw your dad your whole life at this point. (laughs) Um, George tells Anne that she is too old for Charlie because, you know, she's got two kids. She just looks older or whatever. But she does not care. She's going to shoot her shot. George then shows up to the club and falls asleep waiting for his dad. When Dan sees him, he says that he wants to go back to New York City with him. But Dan's like, yo, I'm on the road for the next couple months. I can't do this with you. Dan says that he sends money to Anne, but she sends it back and proceeds to talk badly about her. George gets upset, and before he leaves, he finds that his dad wasn't meant to be a father, basically. Because Shocker. he tells him. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't meant to be a dad. Mm-hmm. Have a good night. <laughs> um, we then see Anne showing up to the hotel waiting for Charlie. And she waits there for a long time. And when they finally show up, she doesn't go to meet with them because she hears the younger girlfriend making a comment about her she feels lonely and she talks to frank who she meets at the bar and he says he's there to arrest her for solicitation and prostitution which why is insane she never solicited him no she sat at a bar and waited for i don't know how long and then when the person she was supposed to meet came she didn't meet them yeah like, and then she talks to you and says she's just feeling lonely and wants to talk. She was not trying to get into bed with anybody. Right? At no point did she try to do that. Nope. 
Um, but she gets arrested anyway. Um, and when she's in a holding cell, Anne calls Dan. But when she hears the commotion of him at a party, she doesn't say anything and just hangs up. We then see that Bud has come to get her. Um, I don't know how that happened. Um, but when they get back to the apartment, he promises to not let other people know about what happened to her. Anne then talks with George about Dan and how he was a good father at one point. One very singular point in his life. Probably like um, the second George was born, he was like, oh my god, that's adorable. Help the baby. The next week, checked out. Yeah. He was like, actually, I got a gig in Chicago next yeah, after week, the, so I gotta go. After the first long night of screaming and crying, he was like, oh, I'm done with this. This isn't fun yeah. anymore. Essentially. Um, because George was talking bad about his dad, and Anne's like, you know what? You're probably going to regret that one day. He's a good father. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but she does decide that it is time to go. As they pack the car, George sees Paula one last time as they make their way to St. Louis to see Anne's sister, Hope. Dan goes to see Anne at the apartment in Pittsburgh, but finds it empty, and Bud tells him that they went somewhere west to go see Anne's sister. The group shows up at Hope's home, and it's very tense between them. Like, you can already tell that these sisters do not get along. No. Um, Anne decides to get a job and gets fired the same day after she pours coffee on a man after he harassed her. Mm-hmm. Which I think she's very valid for that, but... She also wasn't Whatever. really a good waitress. She wasn't a great waitress. I don't think I would be a great waitress. I'd I feel like I'd have way too much anxiety. I wouldn't be either. But yeah, she did... That man did deserve it, though, I will say. Yeah. Um, a while later, she is applying for a job at a paint shop and gets hired after helping one of the ladies pick a color. And she is a great worker. I think they just exploit how pretty she is to get more customers in. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is pointed out to the shop's owner, Bill Massey. At school, George is praised for his writing that he did on his family and the trip that they've taken. And he's very happy about it. When the boys get home from school, they celebrate their mom be- getting engaged to Bill Massey. And Hope gets a little too drunk and goes on about how unfair her life is compared to Anne's. Mm-hmm. She got messy real quick. She did. <sighs> like, wow, she she had some words to say about Anne. And I was like... She did. I was like, wow, the insecurity is really just popping out right now. Oh yeah, she had she had some pent up um, insecurities, and she's like, you know what? I'm gonna let them all out right now. She was like, I'm just Anne gonna get drunk everything. enough. <laughs> yeah, and has everything I want. She married a rich man. She had mm-hmm. children. She's mm-hmm. pretty. Mm-hmm. And here I am stuck in St. Uh, St. Louis. St. Louis with this man who has the personality of a cardboard box. Yes. He's a kind man, but he's there's nothing very, much about he's him. He's a very nice man. He is. But I, I can see that she's bored. I get it. Yeah. But is that also yeah. not just like adulthood in the 50s? Like you're just bored? <laughs> <laughs> right i mean especially for a woman anyway like yeah. what is she gonna do all day but she was, she's not working and she doesn't have kids she doesn't have kids i'm sure her husband works during the day so what is she gonna do yeah she just sits around the house all day with like nothing to do i, I understand you're bored yeah. like that sounds relaxing but up to a point i would start to go crazy i would need something to do oh if i could be a, a if i could be her I would be so happy. Mm-hmm. Quite literally, the thought of just not having to really do anything other than just like yeah. clean up every once in a while and cook dinner. Right. That seems so relaxing. Just like that takes like no brain power. Like that would be so relaxing. It doesn't. Like at that, you don't have to worry about where the money is coming from. You don't have to worry about like budgets or anything. Your husband gives you money and you spend it. You spend it. And then you, you, 
clean the house, you cook, you, you, you know, restock the house for things that you need. You're good. That sounds amazing. At yeah, least and, at this and he's point nice to life. you. He doesn't beat you. Yeah, like, and he's come nice. On. Like, oh, like that dream. would be the perfect marriage, right? <laughs> Leave me alone. Be nice to me. Give me money. Let me cook every once in a while. Let me clean. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm perfectly oh, fine. I forgot to tell you. Last night, my cousin like completely, like fumbled a bag. <gasps> did she? She did. This like this like no. super call tall guy, like old guy, came up to her, and they mm-hmm. were, he was like talking to her and her friend, and uh-huh. I guess he offered to buy them drinks, and they said no, and I was like, girl, no, what are you doing? You always take a free drink. You always take the free drink. <laughs> what are you talking about? You say yes, perfect, thanks, and then you you yourself order it so you can see the drink coming to you. You pick up your mm-hmm. glass, you say thanks, and you go. Yeah, fumbled a bag. Uh, Couldn't be me. I won't be doing that anymore. I no, won't, you won't be turning down free drinks. But you know, no, you yeah. should never, never. Ah, uh, I'm so sad for y'all. I um, too. but anyway, and George and Bill go to see Robbie in his play. But it stopped immediately due to the weather. It looks like there's going to be a hurricane and they have to stop it and let everybody get home. And Robbie is pretty upset. It sounded like he was talking about a hurricane. Or not a hurricane, a tornado. Oh, tornado. I was like, a hurricane. Um, But yeah, so Robbie is pretty upset about that because he keeps getting the lead role in all of these plays at his school. But he's never been able to actually perform it. Yeah, they move around too much. <laughs> yeah. Poor thing. So the family and Bill are out on a picnic when Bill goes to talk to George. And they talk about women. And he says the only thing you need to know is that women are either too hot or too cold. So bring a jacket or a sweater with you so that if they do get cold, you are prepared. Mm-hmm. Sound yeah. advice. <laughs> I mean, that's not the only thing you should know about women, but I—it's a—it's a start. It's a start, I guess. <laughs> it's a start, I guess. Um, and at the wedding, at the sorry, at the picnic, they are celebrating, you know, their new engagement and what you know how good everybody's doing. When a woman shows up. Claiming to be Bill's wife. Mm-hmm. A man then comes to see Anne and explains that Bill is mentally ill and that he's been with multiple other women, either engaged or actually married to, um, and that his whole life is a facade. Like he's not the actual owner of the shop that he runs. He's just some type of figurehead to make it look like to, to Bill that he's doing something um, and that she will get paid for her trouble. Getting paid to not get married sounds amazing. I would take it. Yeah. I would take it. And also, I would I would I would set how much I would need to. I'd just, I'd play it up um, and be like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, like, oh, I'm, I'm so, so devastated. sorry. I'm going to need a little bit more than that." Right. All my pain and suffering and I have kids. They're going to be so yeah. sad they're not going to have a new father. They love $5,000. Yeah. <laughs> $5,000. Also, hell ten. <laughs> what were they doing with that man? Right. Why were they just right. letting him run around, falling in love with women, and right. then at the last? And why minute, didn't they show up? Why didn't they show up earlier? Earlier, they wait till or the last minute. Why don't they? Minute. They have somebody like watching him. Like they have, they literally have him, quote unquote, running a business. Yeah. Somebody needs to be with him at all times. They can't give him a I... quote unquote assistant. Right, exactly. To like make sure he's like staying within like his perimeters. Right. right. Make monitor who he's talking to, mm-hmm. like women and stuff like that, and like make it known to these women that he's married yeah, and that that he needs married. to get home to his wife. Yeah. Like they did not think about this. It's so weird. Yeah. 
either their whatever family he comes from has enough money that they don't care and they will willingly pay off anybody or they just don't care about bill that much <laughs> i'm getting the feeling that they don't care about bill that much <laughs> yeah 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 i'm not surprised um so that night Anne decides to leave and george say says that he's staying with hope and tom um, but Anne's like, no, you're coming in the car. You're going with us. But after proving that Anne isn't the best mother, he calls her a terrible mom and she leaves. Her and Robbie yep. leave. Yeah. And George is surprised. <laughs> um, weeks passed and George is surprised that his mom didn't come back at any point to, to get him. But he does get calls from Robbie every day telling them that they have started to pick up what they call day riders to make some extra money. Yeah, she's like an unlicensed taxi driver now. She's just picking up people. Basically. They're paying to go however long they need. They're on their way to California, by the way, Anne and Robbie. And so one of the riders that Anne and Robbie picks up one day uh, tries to hold them up. But Robbie shoots at the army guy that they have with him and manages to steal his girlfriend (laughs) Mm -hmm. and leave him in the middle of the desert. At the next rest stop, as Anne and Robbie are in the diner, they find that the girl that they took from the army guy robbed them anyway and went back to the army guy. Yeah. Which is why I I don't understand why they took her. I would have just left her there because there's no way he's this man is robbing you and he she's with him and she has no idea it's happening. Right. Right. Like, come on. She's in on it. She's She's in on it. She knows about it. Yeah. There's no way you can hide that. So now they are just left with $67. Robbie calls George and tells him about what's happened. And he finds out that his mom left the money that she got from Massey with them to help, like, pay for the cost of him living with them. And Tom decides to give the rest of the money to George because he says he has to go see his mom. Yeah, because what's her name? Hope? Yeah, Hope. She was like, no, no. This is our money. And Tom was like, no, it's it's money for him. She was right. like, but she left it for us. And I was like, girl. No. <laughs> <laughs> she specifically left it for her son. For her son. Like, I know it's for you to use to help raise him, but it's still for him. If he's leaving, if he's leaving. The money goes with him. Money. <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah, what a good, what a good guy Tom is, honestly. So Anne and Robbie pick up George at a bus station and Anne is surprised to see him and they make it to California and they stay in a very rundown, like apartment complex. After a couple of weeks, Anne comes back from shopping one day to find Dan there who found them by the postcard that George sent him. Dan asks if they want to come back to New York with him, and she says no, and that she doesn't love him anymore, and she doesn't need him. She's fine by herself. And he leaves. We then see Anne, George, and Robbie are part of a film, because they want to. she wants to get Robbie into acting. And after she gets her foot run over by a cart, uh, she scores a meeting with the producer of the movie, and he wants to see Robbie. Um, later that day, Anne gets a call saying that Dan has had a heart attack and has passed away. Yeah. Um, your husband dying after you refuse to go back to him is kind of queen shit. Don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. I, he literally I could not that. live without her. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he heard he heard I don't love you anymore and he's like, "Well, shit. What do I do now? I, I guess I got to die." I got to die. 
He's like, there's literally nothing left for me in this world. So I'm just going to pass away. I'm just going to deuces. Yeah, I'm just going to have a little heart attack and just mm-hmm. pass away. Um, so George is very upset about that. The next day, Anne tells George that he's going to the funeral by himself because they have one like voucher on an airplane flight. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she called it, but it was some type of voucher for like a grieving family member or whatever. Um, and so she says that he's going to go by himself and that he should. He then tells her that he's got a full scholarship to his old school in New York City and he wants to live there by himself and go to school. And she lets him. Um, George is surprised again that his mom let him go back to New York and go back to school. He keeps doing this and then gets surprised when she's like, okay. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like, bro. You stated you wanted to go, and your mother is respecting that and letting you go. And you're like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> I guess since since she made him leave New York, he was like, no, she won't listen to me. <laughs> it's like, no, she just didn't want to leave you like alone in New York City. <laughs> right. By yourself. Literally. She's not as bad a mother as you make her out to be. Like, she just literally yeah. want, didn't want you living by yourself in New York City and not, yeah. like, take care of yourself. Exactly. At, at least in St. Louis, her sister was going to take care of you. Yeah. Like, there was that. And now, for New York, you have a plan. You're going to stay with your friends. So, right. Like, she's like, right. okay. And she knows them, and so she's comfortable with leaving you there. Yeah. And now you're surprised? <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, but once back in school, they do a little um, tell us about your summer um, exercise. And he tells them all the details about the time that he spent on the road with Robbie and his mom. He did not need to do that and shouldn't have done that. He didn't. Those, he should not have done that. Those kids did not need to know all your business like that. Yeah. And I don't think they cared. No. I mean, I would have cared. I'm nosy, but... Uh, yeah, right, right. Because I would have been like, he left mid-school year last year. Yeah. I need to know why. I need to know Tell me happened. more. And now he's back after his dad died. Like, I really need to right. know Right, right. It's giving um, Serena Vanderwoodson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we then see Robbie filming for maybe a lead role or some kind of more important role in a movie. And it's very much not going well. No, it's He's very, very dry, stiff. Very stiff. Yes. Not great. Um, and so when George comes to visit, I think he's visiting or he's planning on staying there. I don't know. Don't he shows remember. up. He shows, he shows up. up on the lot. I don't know how he even made it on the lot, but he's there. Um, and when he helps Robbie with the scene, he's like very convincing. Robbie loves it. And when Anne comes back in from taking a smoke break, uh, she sees that George is now running the scene. We find out that George has now become an actor under the name George Hamilton. And Robbie is now part of the costume team because that's more his vibe anyway. Mm-hmm. Very um, random. And George Anne- just randomly became an actor. <laughs> right like it could have just been a fluke thing where he was just good at that one scene like yeah i don't know what they saw but they're like that man's an actor he's like actor he's still in high school but actor right right um he's in small roles but still he's an actor now he's an actor now and And he previously said that he hated la but yeah he did now now he's gonna be an actor um but Anne is there supporting her boys and every time somebody tries to marry her she's like no I'm good it's okay and George finds that she didn't need anybody and they didn't need anybody but themselves to take care of one another and that is where the movie ends yeah um are you ready for all 
four movie facts I found. Yep. Okay, great. All right. So this story is based on the life of George Hamilton's mother. She, this whole thing is loosely based on, on that. Okay. Um, who is George Hamilton? <laughs> <laughs> so George Hamilton. He's obviously an actor. He's obviously an actor. Okay. Um, oh my god, this is the this is the this is the guy from um Can I say that movie? I don't think I can. But we did the Which one? We did I'm going to have to bleep it. Um was he? Let me look. The grandfather? Not the grandfather. Or the dad? He I think he was the dad. Was he? No, that's not what I was thinking of. It's Casper meets <laughs> That's where he's from. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, I'm going to yeah. have to cut both of those out. But yeah, yes. He, he played Desmond. Oh my yes, goodness. Yes, he did. Yes. Okay, I know who he is now. I. Okay, good. Huge fan. Because <laughs> I was like looking through his stuff. I'm like, what would you know from him? Yeah. But yes, that yeah. George Hamilton, his that mom. George. Okay. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, girl. R.I.P. Girl. You did this for him. You got him in a one a one film with a ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, second movie fact: This movie is dedicated to Merv Griffin who started the project from idea to final credit. Okay. Um, third movie fact. Uh, Harlan Williams is Dr. Harlan Williams, by the way, and his military service is never specifically addressed in the movie. He is seen wearing the insignia of the 45th infantry called the Thunderbird division. And that's only on one of his uniforms. Um, and this unit fought in World War II and the Korean War. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. And like you, Harlan, our, but like, whatever. Right. Like, you're awful, but you're a vet, so that stands for something. Yeah, does it. Um, <laughs> um, and our last movie fact... When Anne is walking down the street in L.A. in 1953 with groceries, there is a gay pride flag behind her. But the gay pride flag wasn't created until 1978. Revolutionary. Revolutionary. She's a a revolutionary. She's an icon. She's an icon. (laughs) We love that for her. Okay, Jordan, here's the question. Is this movie iconic? No. It was cute. Yeah. But no. Yeah, it's it's a cute little movie, but it's not iconic, unfortunately. Kelly. Kelly. What? what? Let me see if I can say this. I can. Um the kid the guy who plays Robbie. Yeah. He voiced Arthur. <gasps> what? <laughs> he voiced Arthur. Oh my gosh, what the heck? I have to see this. For season 7 8, he was Arthur. Iconic. (gasps) Oh my gosh, I love that for him. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's iconic. Movie, not so much. Yeah. (laughs) But I think I've seen Um, like clips of this movie on TikTok. uh, I don't think I have. I see clips of movies on TikTok all the time. Oh yeah, same. I think I think I saw this one on TikTok. I feel like the one that I get the most is um, that one Julia Roberts movie. Which one? There's um, so many. The I know. One with but Susan it's Sarandon. Like, uh, it's like stepmother or something like that. No, it's I've the seen one where that she's one. that scene where she's like, "Give me the case number, and I'll tell you everything about that family." Oh. Yes, I've seen that. Yes, too. yes. I feel like that's the one that, it, and I've seen that one come up multiple times. 
Ooh, a movie I see come up all the time is that movie with Chris Evans where he's, like, taking care of his niece and she's, like, super smart. And then there's that scene where her grandmother takes her to go see, like, this math professor and she can't answer the problem on the board because um, he purposefully made it wrong. And so she's like, I can't answer that. But she doesn't say why she can't answer it. So they think that she mm-hmm. doesn't know the answer. But then as she's leaving, she tells her grandmother it was unsolvable because of the exponents and blah, 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 blah. And so she goes back, she fixes the problem, and then she solves it. I've, oh. seen that, I've seen that so many times, Kelly. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Another one I see all the time is a movie about, I think it's called. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good movie. I, I see a lot of I see a lot of movies on TikTok. Yeah. I mean, people be posting like full movies on TikTok we're talking about. Yeah. It'll be like 50,000 parts, but they'll yeah. post the movie. You have there. to watch it in like 3 minute increments. Yeah. Okay, Jordan, what are your recommendations for this week? Ooh, I have three good ones. My first mm-hmm. one my first one is All Right by Victoria Monet off of her Jaguar Part 2 album. Mm. Excellent song. Perfect. If they, if they had played it at that bar last night, I would have been dancing myself. <laughs> um, yeah, because last night at the bar, they started playing some song. I think it was Drop It Like It's Hot. And I was just like, oh, yeah getting it and if they they all right i it would have been even better um my second recommendation is keep going up by timberland nelly furtado (laughs) yeah furtado sorry and justin timberlake i knew that was Um, gonna be there justin timberlake does a really good riff in like this his like second verse very good um, and then my last recommendation is the Writings on the Wall album by Destiny's Child. It might be a perfect R&B album. It's most definitely <gasps> one of the best girl group albums of all time. But wow, I love the Writings on the Wall. You got so good. You've got um, Temptation, excellent song. Um, you have Jumpin' Jumpin'. Like, hey, yep. I mean, that is a really, you get bop after bop on that album. Bop after bop after bugaboo. Like, what? Mm -hmm. Hit after hit after hit. Like, literally, like, it goes, like, there's so many hits on this. Say my name. Like, what? Bills, bills, bills. Bills. I don't. Yes, I don't understand how you could have. You got so jumping, much, jumping. Come on now. You could have so many good songs on one album. Excellent. And Beyonce wrote most of these songs. Uh, just so you know, it's so good. So good. Please listen to it. What about you, Kelly? Okay, so I've got two recommendations, and both of them are from. When we went to the Coco Jones concert, they reminded me of these two songs. So, okay, uh, I love it. So the first one is "Pressure" by Ari Lennox. Mm-hmm. What a bop! Mm-hmm. We love that song. Great song. Great song. And my second recommendation is "Pick Up Your Feelings" by Jasmine Sullivan. Another great song. Yes, absolutely. Love that song. There Loved a- being in the crowd when they're like new phone. Everyone's like, "Who is this? Who is this?" <laughs> what a Um, great song i love jasmine sullivan during that whole like music thing that was going on there was a mario song that played and i've still Uh, you still haven't found it still haven't found it oh my gosh i hate that for you does this mean you're gonna do a mario uh discography list i guess i'm gonna have to because you know i'm i'm i can be determined not not a lot yeah but when i am determined I will find it. I mean, you got four album, well, five, four albums that we know, like that we would know, and then mm-hmm. one that came out in 2018. So yeah, I'll find it. I'll you find will it. find it. And when I do, you'll know about it. Yes. 
So yeah, that's it for me. Okay, cool. Um, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on our social media. We have a Twitter and an Instagram. They're both at SYTYI Podcasts. Don't forget to mm-hmm. send us your movie requests or your movie stories to our email, SYTYIPodcast at gmail.com. If you have any more independent movies, please let us know. Please. Um, it's hard out here for a pimp. Like, it. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't I know the a, struggle. You don't know the struggle. I I have a movie for next week. But I had to like scrounge for it. So I feel like we do that every every week. We scrounge for movies. And it's getting to a point where like the movie quality is just gonna start dipping and dipping and <laughs> dipping. So please yeah. let us know. Please. And I don't want I don't want to force Kelly to watch like nothing but horror movies. So like we I know. I feel like at this point the only safe like route is to do a bunch of A twenty four movies. A bunch of A twenty four horror movies. Mm-hmm. So just like please. Please save me. Speaking of the I strike, don't do horror. I can talk about interview with the vampire because like AMC signed an interim agreement. So I can talk about interview with the vampire. <gasps> there we go. So, yay. Go watch that show. Um, Don't forget to share us with your friends and your family. Subscribe to Mm -hmm. us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And rate and review us on Apple Podcasts with five stars. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone have a good week. Um, I will update you guys if I quit my job. it's (laughs) It's looking pretty likely. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, everyone have a good week. And stay iconic. Have a good week. Stay iconic, y'all. Bye.